something. What's up there, my old pal Fuzznuts Amir? What's going on? I'm... I'm being haunted. Right. And why do you think that, hmm? Well, I've been hearing sounds, seeing things move. And lately, I've been seeing a terrible figure with black and red skin and horns on its head. Oh, fuck my pussy. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> oh, God, it's here. Wait, wait, I, I heard that, too. No, it must be getting stronger. Oh, no. Tatooine is sparsely populated. If the trace is correct, I'll find them quickly, master. <laughs> what? What do you want from me, Dark Spectre? At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last, we will have revenge. Wait a minute. Guys, it's just Darth Maul. <laughs> hey, Survive the Night, you're my favorite podcast. Darth Maul! <laughs> figure in the window wants my ham sandwich the plump figure the plump in the window in the window wants my wants my ham the sandwich. human sandwich. torch was denied a bank loan the human torch was denied a bank loan okay i'm slim shady yes i'm the real how now slim brown cow shady. my favorite how brown cow from that cow was uh me, me, was it the deleted scene one where he's like no! Uh, <laughs> 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 so, Hello. So what? What's um, happening? <laughs> hello, everybody. Uh, hello to you two first. Hi, Andy. Uh, have you bumped anything lately? No. No, I'm sorry. Nothing. No. I've been staring at a wall for the last week. Uh, Robin told me something that happened. What happened? Uh, apparently, Andy woke up with a jam on the bed. Oh, yeah. I got really stoned, and <laughs> I made myself a jam sandwich. And I went to bed, and I ate it in bed, and then I woke up, and there's jam <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Is that what's on your toque in the living room? No. Um, Michelle spilled hoisin sauce <laughs> on it. 
Jesus. Ryan, you spill anything lately? No, you're all a mess. Me? I didn't spill anything. I meant you all, as in the people in this house. Oh, I agree. That's not me. Yeah, okay. I've broken a few dishes. Man who is like has like bags of food <laughs> everywhere. Okay, this actually take out. Oh, okay. This actually isn't an episode of Family Feud. It's an episode of uh, Survive the Night. I will fucking kill you. Also, this sounds nothing like Family Feud. That's a game show where we answer <laughs> questions. What oh. are you talking about? Show me potato salad. Pot, potato. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm so sorry. My name is Amir. I'm here with Andy. Hi. And Ryan. Yep. We are Survive the Night podcast. Uh, podcast. The top rated horror movie, comedy, weird, bizarre movie podcast in Marple and Langley and uh, some spots in Europe. Uh, I don't have the data in front of me. I think um, we're getting uh, closer to taking over New West. Yeah, actually, New West, uh, New West doesn't cover the our... analytics. Show that there's a a, a, sur- a surge of listeners oh, nice. in New West. So thank you, uh, New West. Um, <laughs> it's just Amir and Robin. <laughs> it is a surge. Um, today is episode fifty six, where we're going to be talking about Insidious. <gasps> this is... That's the the violins. All right. Uh, this is Ryan's choice. Uh, some quick thoughts, though. Uh, one of my favorite horror movies of all time, basically. My quick thought is, after this, I'm going back to movies I actually want to see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you keep picking ones you, you, you've not, you're not liking as much. Because the people love it. All Wait, right. You didn't want to see this one? This movie's whatever. Insidious? Yeah. Oh, but before you picked it, I remember you saying that you really liked it. I'm not sure where you heard that from. The second one... All oh, right, fantastic film. Like uh, your quick thoughts on this watch, Andy? I still very much enjoy it. Surprising, right? Was this James Wan's first major horror flick, or was The Conjuring before this? Uh, so this was like his. It's like his intro to horror for feature films, right? This was after no. Saw, I'm pretty sure. Well, after Saw, no, after Saw, and no to that too. So he did uh, a little movie called Dead Silence. Which, Before Saw? But after Saw. And he also did a like thriller movie with Kevin Bacon. You talked about Dead Silence in the last episode. That was the one with yes. the girl across the hall. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Dead Silence was like I would say 2008? The, 2008? the prototype for this movie. Oh. So I thought stuff? Dead Silence was scarier than Insidious. I think they're they're pretty on par. I, I, just think, I think we're so. going to take this outside after the podcast. I just think Insidious is a better made film. I mean, why would you take it outside? If you do it here, then the fans have something to listen to. What are we taking outside? Out. He's going to kick your ass. Oh, he doesn't need to do that. You're also implying that I can beat him up. That's true. You probably can't. All right, let's do Anyone can. Dig into uh, Insidious. I'm in constant back pain. So... As Amir said, we're covering Insidious. That was supposed to be titled The Further, Mm. but they ended up changing it. And Insidious was one of only two films at the time that had a, I don't know the fancy word for it, but like a negative title. So Insidious. Yeah. Sinister, um, stuff like that. um, Do you know what Insidious means, Ryan? I I looked up the definition, and it's really weird, so I need to just uh, find it here and read it, because it talks about STDs for some reason. What? Um, Are you on... um, Meth? Yes. No, what's the... (laughs) 
What's the Urban Dictionary? Urban Dictionary. No, no, this is like the actual dictionary. Oh. Uh, so the actual dictionary. Proceeding in a gradual, subtle way, but with harmful effects. And the example it gives is sexually transmitted diseases can be insidious and sometimes without symptoms. Oh, well, that makes sense then, yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant it was like insidious. It means STD. <laughs> <laughs> insidious. Do you have a cream for that? I do, actually. So, oh. this came out in 2010. Okay. Director is James Wan. I'm not going to cover what he's done because we already have. Go. Aquaman. Oh, my God. Go back and listen and listen, listen to our Saw episode. Uh, I That's give a, a hesitant go listen to our very first episode of The Conjuring. Conjuring. Oh, yeah, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> um, so on today's first episode of Survive the Night, we're going to be discussing The Conjuring 1. Um, so Andy, did you want to give us just a brief kind of description of The Conjuring 1? Ooh, are you going to introduce all of us? I guess I should. Yeah. So Andy. I don't have to. Uh, yeah, Andy so. is to the right of me, and uh, you're Andy. Am I? <laughs> well, uh, I hope you enjoyed us. Enjoyed us? <laughs> <laughs> We'll listen to it and then listen to Saw and see how much fucking better we are. I would love to revisit the Conjuring movies in our new uh, high-tech studio. They laughed. <laughs> they heard what I said. <laughs> um, writer is Lee 1L. Again, go listen to our Saw. Oh, he wrote Saw as well. Yeah. Is he paired with Juan in a lot of the horror movies? Did he have any influence on they, the Conjuring? They are quite a bit, yeah. There are, they Business will, partners, yeah. oh, okay. if you would say. Uh, composer is Joseph Bishara. He uh, he did most of the music for most of James Wan's horror films. The Conjuring, Annabelle, Malignant. He also did The Curse of La Llorona. But he also ends up playing demons? You shut your horror mouth. Oh, Jesus. I'm getting to it. Special effects. Bart Dion. He did The Scorpion King. What do you guys feel about The Scorpion King? I thought, well, when I saw it, and I've only seen it, like, after it came out, so I was definitely, like, a young teenager or something. Fucking awesome movie. Was the Rock the f- is the shit. Yeah, was that the f- his first feature film? I think it was, like, his first big one. Right? Yes, it was. I think I enjoyed it because I was a fan of that mummy universe, um, the Brendan Fraser mummy universe, so I... As I, I, I was pretty young. say, I don't remember it at all. I don't remember it much. I remember weird CGI um, that no, was mostly that was the mummy. That was in the mummy too. Yeah, that oh, was with the right. weird scorpion yeah. king, yeah. bad CGI. Uh, so Bart Dion also did Law Abiding Citizen, uh, Hollows Grove, which is uh, pretty fun found footage, and two of my favorite movies, A Haunted House one and two. Oh, yeah. he's also the star of this little show called The Simpsons. What? <laughs> <laughs> Editor cut that which is funny because the person who said it's the editor i also wasn't even listening to your joke so i didn't i didn't get it wasn't good (laughs) so actors we've got the fantastic patrick patrick wilson plays josh lambert wilson he is going to be in insidious five which is in post-production right now which he's also directing would you guys hit it patrick wilson oh yeah yeah me too oh yeah he's also an aquaman Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd hit Aquaman. Jason. Rose Bryan plays Renee Lambert. Rose Byrne? Yeah. It's I'm going to... No, it isn't. Is it? Byrne. Yeah, Byrne? No one says that Byron. Bryan? Bryan. <laughs> Rose Bryan. 
Oh, she's in 28 Weeks Later. Oh, fuck, I was wrong. Rose Byrne. My apologies. Uh, yeah, she's in 28 Weeks Later. She's uh, also in Bridesmaids, and she's excellent in Bridesmaids. Yeah, she's in uh, Neighbor and Neighbor 2 as well with Seth Rogen. No, yeah, Seth Rogen. Bad Neighbors? Bad Neighbors. I haven't seen it. Those are good. They're yeah, fun. They're very funny. Um, I've, I'm trying to keep it to mostly like horror and stuff. And weird stuff. Bridesmaids yeah. can be pretty horrific. And though. I would say The Scorpion King was a weird fucking movie. Bridesmaids, the pooping scene was pretty weird. <laughs> I don't remember. Ty <laughs> Simpkins <laughs> plays Dalton Lambert. He was in, uh, he played a little kid in War of the Worlds. Nice. And he's in this found footage film that I really want to watch called Hangman. Uh, <laughs> profound footage uh we have of course the fantastic and iconic lynn shay mm, yeah plays elise rainier uh um, would you guys hit it <laughs> for the uh, stories no, no, i say it on the air because then i'd be like people would be like oh well what are you known for i'd be like i fucked lynn <laughs> <laughs> i would want to smoke smoke some weed with lynn shay i think that'd be cool okay listen to some 70s music uh, as I said, I'm sure. not going to go into her stuff because we've talked about it a few times already. Dead end. Lee Wanell plays Specs. Uh, he's directing the new remake for Escape from New York. If it ever gets made. Yes. Uh, Angus Sampson plays Tucker. And this I did not know. He is in Insidious Spectral Sightings, which was like TV series of shorts. Oh. So that could be interesting. Is that to connected up. to the universe? It has to be. What the think. fuck do you think? I don't know. It's, it's a free word. It's not copyright, you bitch. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, why wouldn't it be? Because it's a word. <sighs> this guy. He's also in Winchester, which I haven't seen. Barbara... Does he play Winchester? Shut up. Sounds boring. <laughs> I hate this podcast so much. <laughs> Angus. Oh, fuck. Now I'm all fucked up. <laughs> Barbara Hershey plays Lorraine Lambert, which is a little Easter egg to Lorraine Warren. Uh, she was in an older film, The Entity, and she was in Black Swan. Oh, yeah. She's the mother in Black Swan. Very creepy mother, yeah. Playing another mother. Andrew Astor is Foster Lambert. Corbett Tuck is Nurse Adele. And then we've got Joseph Bishara again. And he plays, and I didn't know what the demon was called, mm. uh, Lipstick Face Demon. Yep. And he's called that because that's what they used to uh, do his makeup, was lipstick. Oh. Mm -hmm. I, I coined the nickname for him Fireface. Darth Maul. Basically the same. Darth Maul with a bad haircut. Okay. Uh, so he is in a few other films. He's in The Conjuring, and he plays Bathsheba. I actually like his hair. And he's in Annabelle Creation as the Annabelle Demon. Which uh, cool. Annabelle Creation is actually a pretty good movie. I would say. <laughs> oh my God. I just read my. I typed the synopsis in here. Oh, I see it. <laughs> Anywho, that's it for me. Andrew, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I didn't write this synopsis, but sure, let's, let's dive into it. The son of an astral asshat finds out the hard way that he genetically inherited his daddy's astral projection powers. Now he's stuck with Darth Maul in the shadow realm. Will he return to his body? Find out next episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I, I wasn't even stoned when I wrote this, I swear. 
So let's go and uh, talk about an actual synopsis <laughs> about a boy who... A child who falls into what they think is a coma and spectral things begin to happen. Mm-hmm. And the father has Demonic to things also. Happen into, or has to uh, jump into the dream world to get The back. shadow realm, yes. All right. So we begin with uh, a light on a ceiling and it flips upside down. A boy is sleeping in his bed, but which boy? (laughs) (laughs) That'll come into play later. Don't worry, I'm not being a creep. (laughs) Hmm. Shadows throughout the house. Woman in black, uh, a woman in a black wedding dress is holding a candle at the window. And then we get the, uh, what is it, the violins? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the majority of the music in this is violins. 31 or 33 violins were used. Holy crap. All at once, right? Probably a lot <laughs> of them, yeah. Um, I wanted to say about this first scene before the title, it reminded me of what we talked about with Hereditary, where you're, you feel like your eyes eyes might be playing tricks on mm-hmm. you. Is it actually there? And then it zooms in, and it's I, I love that effect. I want to jump off for a second here. Uh, I watched this found footage film probably a couple months ago called Antrim. I've heard of it. Uh the most haunted film or something. I can't remember what right. the subtitle is. Anywho, I watched it. It's not a bad movie. It's pretty decent. It's weird. But the ending has uh, this scene where the screen is almost pitch black and you mm. can barely make out the face of this demon in it. And it just, that's that's all it is for like a couple of minutes. And it's terrifying because it's like hereditary where you're like, am, am I seeing that? Is right. my mm. eyes just making <clears throat> things up? It was very terrifying. Hmm. I have to check that one out. All right, so we see the it's on in- Tubi or it's on Prime, Tubi. one of the two. We see the insidious title, and it's uh, accompanied by that creepy music. <laughs> and then we get creepy credits, and it uh, shows pictures of the the house and mm. some of the characters in the like movie phasing in and out. Yeah. Renee wakes up and begins to go through the stuff in the house. Because, uh, well, I guess you put here, it looks like she just moved in. But they, they did just move into a new yes. house. Renee is the wife, the mother of the, the household. Yeah. Um, She's Dalton's mommy. Okay. I also want to say that uh, Lee 1L wanted to try and stay away from a lot of stereotypes. Mm. Uh, or tropes for horror movies for haunted house stuff. So this, he wanted the house to be like a brand new, newly built home. Um, so not some grungy, so creepy that it's home. like a brand new home. Yeah. So looks like she just moved in, which she did with the family. Dalton, the son, wakes up and chats with his mom. He wanted to see pictures of his dad as a kid, but there aren't any. We hear a baby cry upstairs. I, I just also want to jump off of what Ryan said. I think it kind of makes it creepier because these are the types of places that regular people live in, not grungy old haunted houses from like 1930. Although your house is a little creepy. Maybe. Yeah, because no one can afford houses mm-hmm. now. And we all live in tiny old buildings. But it reminds me of paranormal activity in that way. It's just a very normal place that weird yeah. shit is happening in. It's not like an old house with history attached. Yeah. It's no. a clean slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renee is trying to talk to someone on the phone. Kids are crying. You know how that is. She wants to speak to an agent. Josh walks in. He's getting ready for work. Josh is the husband. 
Renee sees books scattered across the floor, blames one of the kids. She uh, sees shots of a very nice giant house that they live in. Giant. It is huge. I was actually going to say, I don't think it's like giant, giant, but it's like... pretty average, I think. For us. Oh, yeah. yes, for yeah. us. House, yeah. but these are the normal houses. On the outside, it looks quite large, though. But like it's... it's I like would a say mansion. it's like a more typical like suburban yeah. home. For me, a mansion is giant, so this isn't really giant in that sense. Amir would know. He's a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. he has all this money. He just got a free iPhone, like... <laughs> Like, he's been in a bunch of films as yeah. terrorist number one. <laughs> yeah. Terrorist that was a TV number show. five. That was a TV show. Yeah. It's a good time. Terrorist number 69. Okay. Keep going. That he was a uh, terrorist porno I did. It was it called was... Terrorist 69. <laughs> and you just stood there <laughs> while the people in front of you fucked. <laughs> Renee is playing piano. She's is she a professional piano player? Was that I her think she's job? A singer, songwriter, or just a songwriter type person? Yeah, um, she it, might do like jingles or songs yeah. for like film or something. Okay, and we were kind of talking about that too. Like, is she has she scored once really big ones? Because her husband's a teacher and they can afford this, you know, really nice place. Yeah, that's so. what I was wondering. And what but he will... also seemed to be like a university teacher or something. He, I think he might have been a professor. Yeah, or like at a fancy school yeah. or something. Yeah. And houses are cheaper in some parts of the state, so... That is true. In most parts of the states. We hear the baby monitor go off. She rushes off to care for the baby. I don't remember the baby's name. She keeps hearing noises. I totally forgot they had a baby. (laughs) That's like one of the biggest plot (laughs) devices in the whole thing was the baby monitor. Oh, the baby monitor, honestly, the way they use this in this movie is just so creepy. Anyway, she goes to the attic. She tries to grab the light string and breaks the ladder that she's on. The furnace goes on by itself, and for some reason, it's also in the attic. Can we talk, like, have you ever seen a furnace in the attic? No. Why would it be up there? Heat rises. It's not going to do anything. No. That's a good point. Unless, well, no, because it's not an old house. It's a new house. I was going to say, maybe if it was an old house, it had, like, pipes that go around. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. I know it's sort of like an old-timey furnace, right? Maybe that was, like... (laughs) Maybe that was the uh, Lee Wanell's like idea. He's like, "Oh, I don't want. I want to get away from the trope of the creepy basement. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in the attic." Yeah. Or uh, we can't tell, but if you look around the back of the furnace, it's got a outlet and stuff. It's actually just an electrical fireplace <laughs> that they put up there because they don't need it right now. <laughs> it Who does kind of look like a fireplace, actually. So Josh comes home from work. Dalton is playing upstairs behind him. The attic door opens by itself. Renee can't find her sheet music. I was going to say, I'm not a huge fan of Dalton as an actor. And yeah, I'm sure he's like a four-year-old kid or something, but I think it kind of works. Did you see a four-year-old <laughs> kid? <laughs> However, Do you know how children age? No, um, <laughs> it's related to my trauma. Um, <laughs> I had to grow up. <laughs> I wanted to go to Neverland, but they wouldn't let me. But his performance almost comes off as like campy to me, and it works in the context of the movie. Well, half the movie, he's in a fucking coma. Say, he's not <laughs> even in half of it. <laughs> This four-year-old child. He sleeps This bad. four-year-old child doesn't know how to be in a coma. No. <laughs> Four years old. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, Dalton goes up into the attic. He climbs the ladder, and it breaks, and he falls. He's knocked out. It just goes black. He sees something creak, creaking in the darkness. But we don't see it, right? No, we do not. We just hear, like, 
like bones moving or yeah. like you a can hear like, that, like yeah the crunching of like knuckles and bones yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we see him looking into the darkness. It's just a close up on his face. Downstairs, we hear Dalton screaming. The parents rush upstairs to find him. They think he's just crying from the fall. Renee finds her sheet music in the attic. That's suspicious. Mm-hmm. Why is this? Because she says she looked all around the house for it, and mm-hmm. it just kind of appears in front of her. Like mm-hmm. it's that's true, and she was already up there and looked around a little mm-hmm. bit. Right? The parents brush his hair, and it shows off a bruise. Ryan, what did it look like to you? <laughs> It's not what it looked like to me, but I thought it would have been funny if they brushed his hair and uh, it was the Harry Potter scar. <laughs> he is the chosen one. He's a wizard. Oh, one thing that was creepy is, so they're across the... Oh, that's not funny, but fucking Amir thinks his Bart joke's really good. Whatever, dude. <laughs> I'm impartial because I didn't hear his joke. Across so. the window from our apartment is, uh, there's a baby and a family there. <laughs> 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 There's a baby and a family. <laughs> but like, um, is it just like hovering? <laughs> <laughs> Baby's just always in the window looking at a mirror. <laughs> it's making like, like the you know the Undertaker like throat slitting motion. <laughs> just, every time a baby started crying in the movie, the, the baby across the way started crying at the same time. Almost really? every time. Yeah. Okay, that is creepy. Babies cry, dude. I know. It's just the timing, man. Are you sure it wasn't a four-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> It's like a 13-year-old child. <laughs> Somebody shut that baby up. <laughs> All right. So the parents get ready for bed. <laughs> you guys you guys ever get ready for bed? Like for real? What does that mean? <laughs> Why did you say like for real? No, I just I finish my day, I get off the couch, I walk to the bed and just drop and black out for like six hours. <laughs> like oh Andy's glasses are getting crooked. Um, no, but what is your uh, get ready for bedtime routine? I, I generally try to brush my teeth. Uh, did you say I genuinely try to brush my teeth? <laughs> Yeah. yeah like, you got the toothbrush and you're like fighting with it. Ah, come on. Why do I keep um, stabbing myself in the eye? I'll rinse my face. I'll take my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> I like to sleep in boxers. I know Ryan likes to sleep naked, so that's his yeah. routine. Strip. That's not a joke either. You like powder s- your balls before you get into bed? No, why would I do that? I don't know. Just keep it dry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sweating while I sleep. <laughs> Doctor, I have a really uncomfortable problem. <laughs> my balls. <laughs> no, my routine is I go to bed, try to go to bed about an hour, two hours before I go to sleep, I read for a little bit with some chill music in the background, some lo-fi. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm ready to go to bed, you know, do my bed stuff, take my clothes off, put my clench guard in, and then turn a podcast on and go to sleep. Ah, uh, clench guard. I need one of those. I need one of those, too. I'm clenching right now. I, cl- I clench and I my don't ass. Even re- oh. <laughs> okay. You have to poop? What? Well, he's, you're really crying. Yeah. Um... You know what I do. I uh, make myself a jam sandwich, <laughs> take a edible, and pass out and wake up covered in jam. <laughs> Jesus. Was it on your private parts? Any jam on your balls? No, I had enough powder on it, so the jam uh, couldn't split cling. off. Yeah. <laughs> Amir, have you ever had a penis butter and jam sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. 
That means he has. All right. So it's nighttime. Uh, I put in quotations here, woman laughing, because uh, Ryan and I were watching with the subtitles, and it just kept saying, oh, yeah. woman laughing. Instead of saying Renee laughing, it was just woman laughing. Oh. Yeah. Also, there's been a few <laughs> movies Andrew and I have, I have watched, not for the podcast, where uh, I guess it's just me who likes to do it. Andrew hasn't done it yet. But where usually I'll say, like, uh, this would be a good drinking game. So for this film, if you like to partake... You can also just drink water every time. That's also a smart, probably a smarter idea. Yeah. Uh, if you put the sound, the sound, the subtitles on for this movie, drink every time it says soundscape. It says mm. soundscape like, apparently. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, Thirty yeah. or forty times in this film. Yeah. So it is nighttime. Dalton is sleeping as one does at night. Yeah. Some something. Is outside his window, but we don't see anything. We just see like trees swaying yeah. in the wind. But we we hear something. We there. hear something. What is the sound? Was it that crunching? Sort no, of it was it not. Was, it was like a it was like a branch hitting the window. It oh, sounds okay. like a, that scratching kind of sound. Yep, yep, yep. Andrew's eyes are glistening. Yeah, yeah, they are. Josh goes to wake up Dalton the next day in the morning time. <laughs> <You> just like. <laughs> <laughs> the middle so of midnight, midnight runs up. Dalton, Dalton, I gotta tell you something. What, Dad? I totally just railed this chick. <laughs> you mean mom? <laughs> no, your grandma, you stupid cuck. Why did you fuck grandma, Daddy? Yeah, so we see the shot of like the window, some sounds coming, then it cuts to uh, the morning. Um, when people usually get up. Yeah, Renee's like doing morning business i don't know cooking for like the other two kids or something and then josh comes in and she's like josh can you go grab dalton and he seemed kind of like oh, fuck fine whatever bitch <laughs> and then he like goes up and tries to wake dalton and at first he's like come on bud you gotta get up for school like you can't lay there mm -hmm. dalton come on Dalton, and then yeah, yeah he's obviously not he waking up because he's not waking up. Stop faking it, you little bitch. I was shocking him. That. I was gonna say his his sort of increase in shock that yeah. was great. His escalating. So, what would you rate the uh, the child actor's uh, acting ability here? <sighs> Maybe like a, a three out of ten. It's <laughs> like a neutral smile on his face. It's not asleep enough. All right, so we get a quick Don't cut. Bitch. We're now at the hospital. Doc says he's in a coma. He'd never seen anything like this before. But he has no brain trauma. Now, that will be $100,000 for your bill. Too real. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, there's no brain trauma. There's no this. There's no that. And he's, he also is like, I don't even know if you can call this a coma. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know what's happening. Sorry. And then he's like, um, I'll answer any questions you have, but I just have to leave the room for like five minutes. Literally says like just five minutes. Literally, I gotta go out. I'll come back in. I'll answer your questions. And, and she's like, as doctor? soon as he turns away, fucking uh, Josh like runs up. He's like, doctor, but what about this? Yeah, <laughs> very manic. Dalton is now at home. There is a home care nurse take or talking to Renee about how to insert a catheter into his pee pee. It's not true. He's talking about how to put the air tube into his nose, <laughs> but. Like, they would have had to put a catheter on, yes. right? Yes. Or a diaper? Yeah. Probably a catheter would be the best. I'd prefer a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a coma. You don't get a say. Yeah. Um, can I get one of each? <laughs> Amir's starting to, like, slip into the coma, and he's trying to, like, write down, don't put a catheter in me. <laughs> diaper only. 
so yeah, he Dalton has basically he's in a coma still, but he's at home and has people looking after him. Yeah, and the nurse. She's like doing all this stuff, trying to show Renee how to do this stuff. It's like, yeah, so you want to put like about this much of the tube, lube it up, put it up his nose or whatever. And I think that's for breathing or it might be for food or something, mm. whatever. He's like, oh, it's how you do the IV. Pulls the blanket down, pulls his pants down. And she is absolutely <laughs> shocked at the hog. <laughs> like this kid's like, what, Amir? Four. <laughs> This kid's got like an 18 year old hog. Okay. That's what the nurse said, too. She's like, I've never seen anything like it. The seven year old's got an 18 year old's dick. Oh my God. And the dick is also in a coma. Yeah, it's soft. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Renee is downstairs. Here's someone whispering over the BB monitor. Yeah, the whispering voice is like, Give him a monitor. Give him. Yeah, so the subtitles, like, show kind of what it's saying most of the time, Mm -hmm. but, like, until the very end of what it's saying, you can't, I can't, I could not tell what the fuck it was saying at all. I could just because of the subtitles, yeah. At the end, yeah, it was saying to, like, give it to me, you, like, you need to give it. Which then it's like, I don't honestly don't know if those subtitles were right or not, because I'm finding the more we watch stuff with (laughs) subtitles, because... They get it wrong. Yeah, a lot of stuff wrong. Yeah, I've seen more. Anyway, someone is upstairs with the baby. The last thing he screams is... Yes, this entity screams. The baby cries. Renee runs upstairs to comfort the child. Amir, can you quickly look up what the baby's name is so we don't keep calling it... The the baby. Baby. Baby It starts with a C. Baby on board. Callie? Yeah, C-A-L-I-E. It's a sister. Callie. Yeah. I like baby better. (laughs) Too bad. I'm going Cali. back to Cali. Um, so I think this is one of the scariest scenes in modern horror movies. And not just because the voice is creepy, but just it's targeting a baby. Robin suggested there's also like this home invasion kind of factor that you, it, without knowing yeah. this is a spirit yet. Um, yeah, the scene always sort of terrified me. So Renee is talking to Foster. He's the brother of Dalton. This is later on at night. He's scared when Dalton wa- uh, walks around at night. Say what? Yeah, hearing that even is just so, so terrifying. Amir, <clears throat> you're a mother or yeah. a father, whichever. It doesn't matter. You're a parent. Call me mama. But not a bad parent. Like Why are you shaking your head? <laughs> what if I want to be called mama? No, I was going to spit out my coffee. Not uh, a bad parent. So you're, like a, you're a good parent. You're one child. Unlike seems... my father, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Okay, before this, I have to preface because Andrew didn't add enough stuff in here. Uh, so Foster, uh, Renee's in his room and finds like a little paper, paper like certificate award thing. She's like, oh, what's this? Did you get this today? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, why didn't you tell us? Like, that's amazing. And he was like, I don't know. And then she's like, oh, honey, I, this isn't going to last forever. You know, Dalton's going to be okay and stuff. I'm sorry. Things are hectic. And I just want to be like, what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? Why is this kid already like this? I don't... Is there something else going on at this home? Should we ask our resident expert of broken homes? (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, so that interaction has happened, Amir, as a parent. And then your child says, oh, I'm afraid of my sibling. 
who's and, in a coma yeah. waking up at night. And I'm trying to set this scene. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Okay. You are a parent. I am. You go into your child's room. You see this certificate. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm so proud. Oh but also, God. I'm so sad that my kid didn't show anything or, like, yeah. say anything. So you go up and you're like, don't worry. Things are going to be okay. And then your child's like, well, I'm afraid of my sibling. And you're like, oh, what? no, he's going to be fine or she, whatever. They're going to be okay. And then your child's like, no, not that. I'm afraid of my sibling when they walk around at night. What's your reaction, Amir? Fucking, how long did that take me to get there? About two minutes. Jesus Christ. Uh, the first thing I would do, because I'm hungry, is I'd make myself some avocado toast. Um, <clears throat> is this be, a weird millennial joke you're doing? You don't like avocado toast? <laughs> also, why did you say it like <laughs> avocado toast? <laughs> um, no, truly, though, I would, <clears throat> I would piss myself. I would be standing there, and I'd look at the fear in Foster's eyes. Yeah, and and you would just pull a fucking Linda Reagan Blair, and just yeah, Reagan. Yourself. The pee would leak down my legs, and Foster would be like, "Mommy," and I'd be like, "Mommy, what? why you pee pee?" And Foster would be like, "That's what happens when Dalton walks around." <laughs> <laughs> um, I would be terrified if if my actual kid, who's at home right now, told me that my other kid, who's in a coma, <laughs> walks around. <laughs> I'd Andrew? be like, all right, we got to, we got to, you know, put you on some medication <laughs> immediately <laughs> and don't tell me these spooky ass things. So I think the root of this here, you wouldn't believe that your coma kid <laughs> is walking around. Probably not. No, I would be terrified, but I'd be like, whoa, <laughs> you'd this... be like, <sighs> my child is schizophrenic. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you'd be in the same boat, Ryan, because you don't believe in spirits. So I'm a parent. And I've congratulations. Just, thank you, yeah, man. I've just gone in. I've never understood that when people congratulate people I'm like, cool, you did it. Come. Yeah. I don't. Congrats need. on impregnating her. Anywho. Congrats on fuck. <laughs> just accept the presence that people give you and uh, move on with your life. What do you want for your baby? Yeah. What do you want for your baby? What do I want yeah. for my baby? Yeah. Like to Wait. sell it or <laughs> like as gifts for my baby. No, what gifts no, do you gifts. want from us? Do what do you want? We're gonna for, buy your baby. You we're gonna buy your baby gift. Baby shower. Oh, okay. Well, my baby wants the new Steam Deck. <laughs> it would also like, uh, I think it's GTX 3050 graphics card. Yeah, those are a few grand. Uh, anyway, your baby has good taste. I'm a parent. I go into my one child's room. I have quite a few. I'm not really sure why. I didn't even want one. <laughs> uh, I so see you're, like, they you're got, talking like a true parent then. Yeah, they got an award for uh, best handshake in school. Wow. Ha best handshake with a principal. Wow. Yeah. Um, Amazing. My first thought is like, mm -hmm. why are you shaking the principal's hand so much that you got an award? It's weird. We're going to round back to that later. But second of all, congratulations. I guess. Mm -hmm. um, when you, you got this award today, why didn't you say anything? And the kid's like, well, you know, I don't know. I just didn't. Well, fuck, man. How am I supposed to know if you don't say anything, you dumb little shit? Like, the fuck? Whatever, man. I'm over you. Then the kid like is like, can I switch bedrooms tonight? I don't really want to sleep in the same room as Dalton. I'm like, well... Fucking, do you know how much his medical costs are? So, yeah, you have to sleep in the same bed as him because of it, okay? And it might be creepy. 
whatever. He's fine. He's just in a coma. And then, you know, the kid's like, well, I just don't like it when he walks around at night. And then at this point, I'm like, I'm sorry, come again? He's like, oh, I don't like it when Dalton wakes up and walks around at night. I'm just like... Okay, one more time. <laughs> Kid repeats itself again. And then I'm like, where do you get off telling me this? Now we both have to be scared? Fuck you. You know what? Now you have to sleep in here. And I'm locking the door. Fuck you. Fuck everything you stand for. I'm going to go bone my husband, Patrick Wilson. <laughs> wow. Good story. It's a good story, man. Foster gets up and closes his door. He hears a noise in the other room. He rushes under the blankets. Yeah, he kind of like sneaks with the door. He kind of opens it and closes it and like peeks his one little four-year-old eye out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say what this movie does well, which I enjoy in some uh, quite a few horror movies, is the... Uh, Four-year-olds? Yeah, Amir. <laughs> Four-year-olds. Um, I do enjoy how they like... They build up to what you think is going to be a jump scare, Definitely. and then it doesn't come, mm-hmm. and then they build up, and then it doesn't come. They edge you. <laughs> yeah. You get edged you for do. scares. <laughs> Renee talks to Josh about <laughs> over the monitor. He doesn't believe her. They hear to be it. fair, he does bring up a good point. He's like, these things can pick up and anything. They do. It could have been an interference. And I was like, yeah, so when, smart. So when uh, Amir and I are at band practice, oh, yeah. over uh, some of the amps, we get radio stations playing. Yeah, yeah there you go. And mm-hmm. mostly in Mandarin. Although yeah. the, one, the first time it happened, it was like a, a song that kept repeating over and over again. Yeah, that was really creepy. Um, wait. Yeah, I was... Just, I was going to ask this as a question, but I, even for me, and I, again, tend to lean towards believing spiritual stuff, even me, I would be like, yeah, it's probably just interference. Mm-hmm. Lady, suck it now. So, he doesn't believe her. They hear a noise at the front door. I don't know if it was knocking or just banging. It was like a weird thudding sound, but yeah, the way he treats it, it seems like he thought somebody was like knocking or banging on the door. I also want to say, just the perspective it shows when Dalton's asleep and Foster's in his room looking over, uh, there's a hallway between the two rooms. The perspective to me is just is so so creepy. Looking out the door and your coma brother is sleeping there. <laughs> <laughs> I know that is, that is very creepy, but yeah, just how you said coma brother is just... <laughs> Anyway, uh, so um, sorry, I'm sorry. Just to add uh, to what Ryan was talking about, there's also like very little music at this point as you're being edged for scares. They nice. uh, add a lot of like just like n- abrupt noises, mm, soundscapes, yeah. soundscapes. You're right, soundscapes. It's, m- it's mostly all made by violin string instruments. Anyway, Josh goes downstairs and sees no one outside. Yeah, he like he looks out the windows with his flashlight. He opens the door, doesn't see anything, and he's like, "What the fuck?" The Renee, alarm was so loud. It was. It hasn't gone off yet, though. Renee hears crying from the baby's room. We see a face behind the veil of the crib. Josh runs up, does not see anyone, and then the alarm goes off downstairs. Yeah, because uh, Renee like screams out. So Josh, obviously the big buff man that he is, runs back upstairs, and he's like looking around. He's not seeing anything. I'm not gonna lie, he probably thinks his wife's. Losing, Losing it. it a little bit. Yep. The Doesn't front see door. Anything. And then, yeah, the alarm goes off. And as Amir said, that bitch is loud and penetrating. Yeah. Also, the front door is wide open mm-hmm. before he had closed it. That part, I would be like, okay. Yeah, something is up. Somebody is in my house. 
And that means I shouldn't be in my house. So what you do is you go outside the door, and then you shut it, and then you just walk away from that house. <laughs> and your family. Yeah. I think Renee was also screaming about somebody being in the in the room uh, with the baby. Yes, because of the face behind. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So Josh grabs a fire poker and walks around the house. The alarm goes back on. What household object would you choose? I believe there's a lamp, a fire poker, a couch, <laughs> some candlesticks, a flashlight, or some books. I think based on seeing the latest John Wick movie, I would find a book. Yeah? That's my weapon. A book. Or the Bible. The Bible. Yeah. It's the ultimate spirit warder. You guys? Anyway. <laughs> he has the fire poker. Uh, the alarm goes back on, and he, or and the door opens again. He shuts it off, closes the door. And I don't remember what happened after that. Isn't this the part where Renee's cowering in a room and we see the figure? No, no that's later. later. Okay. I okay. think it just hard cuts after hard this. Hard cuts, yeah. yeah. And we see Josh working at school as a teacher. He has a flashback of possibly himself? Yeah, we start seeing these visions that are in black and it's white. of another boy. Yeah. <laughs> another coma boy. <laughs> and we also see his face, and it seems like he's thinking back on something yeah. that's happened before, maybe. They should have named this movie Coma Boy. Mm. We also find out... Coma like, brother. Coma bro. Josh has been, like, staying late <laughs> at school and stuff mm. for paper grading and all this. And you can tell he's staying late because his, his uh, shirt is... Uh, out of place, his tie is coming undone, and he has five o'clock shadow. That means he's been working hard. Yeah. So Renee talks to the nurse about how shit everything is. Renee notices. I then sorry before that, then the nurse is like, "Well, if life <clears throat> knew how strong and powerful you were, mm, yes, queen." She does say that. Yeah, yes. she, well, not the Yas Queen <laughs> part, but she does and again, say that. Yas Queen in the high five. This is the visiting nurse who's at the, in the home. Which, like, if I was the nurse, I'd have been like, okay, well, I'm not a counselor or your priest, so maybe keep your shit to yourself, bitch. Okay? <laughs> now let me put this catheter into your son's giant hog <laughs> in peace. It's almost the size of a four-year-old boy. <laughs> Renee notices a red handprint on the sheets of Dalton's bed. Um... First time I watched this, I thought it was blood, but uh, it is lipstick. I also thought blood, but mm -hmm. it is lipstick, according to Ryan. Be because it's the lipstick face demon, so but it's just lipstick. Doesn't this stem from Dalton having a cut on him, though? There's no, nothing. There's nothing. Oh. There's I no... also thought so, but she like lifts his foot up. There's nothing there's there. There's nothing there. And it's clearly a fucking handprint. And Josh comes... It also... Sorry. It doesn't look like blood this time I watched it, too, when you're, like, inspecting it. Yeah, it looks it. cakey. Yeah. It definitely does not look like blood. Uh, Josh comes home late. Renee is scared for Dalton. She says something is wrong with the place. Uh, Josh... 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 Josh asks her if she thinks the house is haunted. She says, uh, says she feels a presence in the house. And then I think at this point she tosses the the, the sheet yeah, with the hand print you, well, on. Well, they it. have a sort of a short conversation yeah, about things to to go into this scene a little bit more because it is a pretty like strong scene. Um, Josh has been staying late, grading tests and stuff. Even though when uh, Renee confronts him, he says it in a really like condescending way, but yeah. not even a condescending <laughs> way. I wouldn't say that. It was more like a uh, he just could not think of anything better, mm -hmm. and he's kind of like, uh, you know, I was, I was grading tests. Like a gaslighting way almost. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I'm scared. I'm always scared of this house. 
um, I believe, like, I don't think there's something here. I know there's yeah, something here. Yeah, she says, here. I know it's haunted. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't, what are you talking about? And she's like, I know you don't believe me, but, and he's like, well, he's my son too. And this stuff. And she's like, where are you all the time? And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I don't just mean like you're physically gone. You're also like you're mentally not with us and the family and stuff. And he's like, I don't know what you want from me and all this other stuff. And then she's like, you know what? Whatever. You deal with this. And then mm. throws the sheet yeah. with the handprint. And he's like, <clears throat> the I also want to say it's just refreshing that she acknowledges that it's haunted. And it's not like this thing. What's going on? What's going yeah, on? Yeah. There's no guessing. She yeah. knows. Um, serious topic what do you think josh has been actually doing he's been banging no i think he's just been sitting at his desk banging himself maybe astral projecting a little bit <laughs> he's astral projecting like him going on other dates yeah and fucking <laughs> and there's it's safe sex i meant this more as a serious topic uh, i'm sorry uh, I, no. I really do think he's just he's just he's avoiding home yeah, yeah he's that's, that's yeah i don't know if you've been in stressful situations fr- at the home front but I have done that too, where I've just oh, like here? I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to come home, and I just want to go somewhere else. When's the last time Andy did this to you that he didn't come home for like a week? Oh, because of me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, probably a lot. No, it's never. Don't lie. We can it's be not, honest on the surviving. No, show. I just want to come home and embrace his burly arms and lube him up with some raspberry jam oh and God. powder his balls. <laughs> so. Anywho, I also think that he's just, he doesn't under, like, he he can't deal with what's going on. He doesn't. He's avoiding the situation. Yeah. Which she also brings up how he always avoids it. And he's like, I don't avoid it and all this stuff. Yeah. So dealing with it in his own way. But it's not a good good way. (laughs) So because of this, we get a hard cut of Josh sleeping on the couch by himself. He's having a nightmare about their house. Renee wakes up screaming. We don't know why. Just that she probably had a nightmare, but it, like, there's no. It could have been like almost an interconnected could nightmare because yeah. that's. I feel like that's what I took from that scene. So, um, I'll describe it. This what this happens here. So yeah, there's as Andy writes here, a man walking back and forth outside of her windows. He kind of wraps around the corner of the house and then he focuses on one set of windows that he's walking back and forth next to. Starts speeding up. He's outside the window still and suddenly as he's walking back to the left, he's suddenly in the room and it's such a cool effect. And he like locks eyes with her and then lunges at her, making a growling noise. He re- reminds me of the, uh, I don't know if Ryan, if you've seen Ghost, the Patrick Swayze movie, he reminds me of the guy that guards the subway. Mm, yeah. yeah. I can see that. Josh comes upstairs and checks on her and the baby. She's like screaming yeah. his name. Yeah. Josh is starting to believe. She, I think she even <laughs> says here, she's like crying and sobbing, saying, and please that's the, believe me. Yeah. Uh, Josh's mom visits the family. They have, uh, I think her mom and Renee chat about things going on. Mm -hmm. It's quite brief, though. And then Renee walks around the house by herself. She puts on the record player. She walks past a young English ghost boy staring at a wall. Um, Also, the mom's name is Lorraine. Lorraine. Uh, The needle scratches and the tiny Tim... Song and the, the tiny Tim's uh, tiptoe through the tulips, and that starts to play. Wait, this is really where the song became scary. Yeah, is this is this not the new house yet? 
What? Yes. Oh, it is. Did you guys say that this is a new house they moved to? We said it the very first thing. We're like, this is a brand new no, house. No, no, no. They move again, don't they? No, they, they don't. Do not. Are you sure? 100%. Okay. Renee sees the boy <laughs> dancing in the living room. I don't know why that is written that way. She walks inside the house. Issa, she walked. <laughs> <laughs> she walks inside the house, but he's he's disappeared. She walks to Foster's room, and it is trashed. Amir's trying to look up if they've gone to another house, even though he knows he's <laughs> fucking wrong. No, I, Robin and I both thought that. How, why? There's no... Because they think the house is haunted. Yeah, but they can't move. Josh even says, he's like, I moved houses for you. Of course mm -hmm. I believe you. But, like, they're not going to move again. Okay. Anyway, she goes into Dalton's room. She sees the kids' shoes underneath some curtains. Uh, she goes to check on the shoes, but nothing is there. The kid bursts out of the closet and runs off giggling. Yeah, it's... I think it was the wardrobe that his shoes was in underneath some clothes. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was funny because she, like, she had, like, a hockey stick or something. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been <laughs> funny if she just came out and she actually just beat the shit out of a homeless child. <laughs> <laughs> Amir? What's your best uh, Tiny Tim voice? Give me a little tiptoe through the window. <clears throat> tiptoe through the garden. I can't go higher than that. Andrew? Tiptoe through the garden. You know what's funny about that is that actually sounds a lot like him. Really? He does a cover of Staying Alive by the Bee Gees where he does his high voice and he does a regular singing voice and it's very baritone like that. Yeah. That's weird. It sounds a lot like it. It's yeah. weird. All right, Ryan. <clears throat> okay. Give it give it to us. You ready? Tiptoe through the window, through the garden. Oh, tiptoe by the garden, by the garden. Oh, the willow tree come tiptoe through the tree. so good at that <laughs> what can i say i uh my balls dropped late <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so you guys are wrong they move you guys totally missed it show me on the laptop uh so this is uh, a wiki about the page so i'll just read it do it um <clears throat> so, shortly after disturbing supernatural events begin to occur, after being attacked by a spectral figure one night, Renee is able to convince a skeptical Josh that the family should move, as she believes her household is haunted. In the new house, the supernatural events soon begin to occur again. Oh. So the reason this stuck out to me was because, yeah, they, this, this kid appears in the new house. So mm -hmm. to me, it's like, okay, they moved. And finally. it's following them. Yeah, it's okay. like, finally, relief, yay. And then it's just like this kind of fuck you to them mm. in this new house with this I think kid. maybe it didn't seem different because it looks like the exact same house. It, it didn't look didn't, like the same no, house to me. It did not feel the same because in both situations they were still unpacking stuff. That's yeah. what was confusing. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think by the end of the scares in the first house I think there were still a few boxes around but they were more complete. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, he survived the night. Listeners, how about you email us and tell us what you think? Okay. Did they move? Did Wikipedia they... can lie. Maybe... I'm sure if we went on it and if we can see who wrote it, we'll see a mirror. <laughs> right. Yeah, we can go back outside and watch the movie and just did confirm the, did it. Did the family move? Did they die during the move? Are Jeez. they in purgatory the now? The other reason I, I brought this up is because I remember the moving truck, and I was going to ask like if you guys had a really bad moving experience, and I wrote it at this I don't point. think I've had a good one. There was a moving truck? Yeah. 
I didn't even see the moving truck. Did we? What cut did we watch? <clears throat> I watched it on Netflix. Oh, it's the same one. Oh well. Oh well. Assholes. Sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes you're a mirror. Sometimes <laughs> Ryan and I make out during movies, and we miss <laughs> pivotal uh, plot moments. Anyway, do a little <laughs> couch skiing if you know what I mean. Um, I never found this kid creepy. I just found him kind of annoying. Oh, I thought I, he was creepy because if you stop and his face, yeah, it's a grown man. It's a grown man, oh, okay. and it's terrifying. And English children are scary. English children are are scary. I agree. With but that. it's scarier when, again, if you pause it on his face, <laughs> it's a grown <laughs> short man. So, like, what, four or five years old? Four. <laughs> All right. Renee is talking to Lorraine and Josh about the encounter. Lorraine talks about how she was dreaming and she went into Dalton's room. Um, so at one point, Lorraine looked at a picture, actually, of the family and she's like, I can't believe you got him to stay still for a photo. Mm-hmm. And this sort of comes up later. There was something in the room with him. She says it was a visitor and it points to Dalton. Um, yeah, she's... She says, sees like, this. Well, uh, she sees something, and then uh, it shows like what the dream sequence kind of was. We yeah. see the shadowy figure, and she's like, "And I asked it, what does it want?" And it pointed to Dalton. Mm-hmm. It was like, "I want him." Behind Josh, we see the demon's face, lipstick face demon. They hear a loud bang, and they run to Dalton's room, which well, is locked. Also, Lorraine is freaked the fuck out because she's the only one I think that sees the lipstick yeah. face yeah. at this point, one, and it's terrifying. It's an, sort of an iconic scene. It is. The yeah. shit. The fucking the first time I watched it, so fucking funny to me. It was funny, funny to you. It's so bad. It's so good. No, yeah. I don't know. Part, it shows the face, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" No, and that was. We're just... gonna talk about it more once we get to near the end of the film. Oh, yeah. I've seen the demon more. Nah, 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 bra. To me, it's like one of the scariest <laughs> moments in movies. Agreed. Anyway, <laughs> so they go to Dalton's room. They can't get in, but they finally are able to break it down. And they open it, and it's also trashed. Yeah, I thought that I thought Dalton was taken, but he's just on the ground. Yeah, he's out of his uh, stretcher. So we were his what? His hospital bed. <laughs> stretcher. <laughs> Keeping him on a stretcher. Like how this dead body get on the floor? <laughs> so we're introduced to the characters because Specs and Tucker. Lorraine mm. is like, I know somebody that you guys should contact. Yes. And they contact these I, people. Yeah, I think it's important to know at this point, I remember when, I think I watched this movie in theaters the first time I saw it, and this movie takes a complete sort of tonal shift at this point. Mm-hmm. It's still f- creepy, but there's this amazing to me comedic element that's introduced because, here. Because, yeah, they are the the comedic foils. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they... <clears throat> they don't appear in every film, right? They don't appear in the third one, I don't think. They do. Do they? I thought yeah. it was just uh, Elise in the third one. No, they uh, uh, end up in the the end of it and stuff. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, in each one they're in, the two men are very funny. So, Spex and Tucker are sent to investigate the house for spirits. Both men walk around the house with various spirit hunting tools. Yeah, like a tri-field meter, electromagnetic environment, and DC fields. Wow, you wrote that all down, eh? Tucker gets a reading on an old clock. He sees two women who are standing in the hallway smiling. This part was scary as shit because yeah. he's using like, um, fuck, what are those little picture things called again? Cameras. That's not what it was. <laughs> I, know. I know. Moving pictures. 
I know uh, what you're talking about. I forget the name. Anyways, it's a thing where you could put the little like different pictures in and film picture slide. things in. Yeah. Oh no no no! It's a, a viewfinder. Yeah. That's yeah. It, yeah. But he's that he's modified and it just shows like different colors and it's supposed to do something. <laughs> but like the science behind it seems iffy. Totally. It's and it's funny that you mentioned the viewfinder thing because I was look I looked it up right. I was like, fuck. What were the things called, those things called? You guys all had them as a kid, right? Those yeah. viewfinders. They were I so didn't cool. have one, but I played with one. They were yeah. so cool. Yeah. Okay. I got to see pictures of dinosaurs. Yeah. Anywho, so he's flipping through it, and then he sees these two clearly dead women, and it's it's two, like, still shots, which is what, mm-hmm. in my opinion, makes it so fucking creepy, where they're just, like, straight face, and then all of a sudden they're smiling. Yeah, it's a very unnatural way of them <laughs> yeah. moving. And uh, the, so we see characters like this again in this film, and it reminds me of the Black Hole Sun music video, the way people smile in that music oh. video. It's super surreal. And uh, one thing also about Specs and Tucker is they always have these little mini feuds about... Just they bicker. They bicker, yeah. yeah. Specs is the talker. Tucker is the uh, electronics guy. So Tucker tells Specs to call Elise. Uh, that is their boss. The next scene shows, or she shows up at the house. She's a very nice old lady. <laughs> she asks Specs and Tucker about the situation. She then asks the family if she can walk around the house. Um, and as soon, as soon as she gets in, I think Specs and Tucker suggest that they think it just might be bad wiring. Mm-hmm. And Elise is like, it's not bad wiring. Spex has a drawing book for Elise, uh, Elise's visions. For Elise visions. Elise visions. They t- uh, walk into Dalton's room. She whispers to Spex, and he draws what she says. Renee grabs the book. A scary demon with red face is drawn on the page. It's like up in the uh, corner of the room. Yeah, but well, not really corner of the room. Dalton's like the room ceiling, is weird. Right? Has it like a um, fucking, what is it called? Like a an art, steepled, weird, yeah, yeah, a steepled ceiling, yeah. and it's like in the center of that. What would have been funny is if Elise came through and like did a little few things, and then she was like, "This house is clean," <laughs> because. <laughs> Uh, Poltergeist is like an Easter egg in this film a little bit. And yeah. um, when they, I think Lynn's describing what it looks like, and she says... Not uh, a Lynn. It's a lease. Uh, red face, blood red face, black feet, pitch black eyes, and hoofed Hooves. feet. Hooved feet. So, being a stickler for detail, she says um, pitch black feet. Fucking Christ. Pitch black eyes. Pitch black feet. <laughs> <laughs> Pitch black eyes, like uh, they look like just like two holes in his face or whatever. Mm. But later on, when we see the demon, he doesn't have pitch black eyes. Oh, it's true. Yeah, yeah. he has regular Don't like yellow, <laughs> yellow eyes or something. And that's her sen- senility coming through. <laughs> really? Because she's old and she can't remember. Things. Okay. The fuck is happening out they're there? They're having a wrestling match. We might have to stop, Andrew. You should go tell him to shut up. We start hearing like hitting noises. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet, or I'll come out again. <laughs> 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 Striking the fear, fear into their hearts. Don't <laughs> make me grab my jam. <laughs> All right. So Elise tells the parents that Dalton isn't in a coma, which I found funny because, for one, Renee said that to the nurse. Mm -hmm. She's like, he's not in a coma. They don't know what. He's in a coma, not a coma. (laughs) And even the doctor was like, fuck if I know, man. I think he's in a period. How do you spell coma? (laughs) C-O-M-A. 
I used oh. to think it was one word, a coma. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> they used to say on shows, like, they're in a coma. And I used to think, like... A coma? A-C-O-M-A. <laughs> so he's not in a coma. His spiritual body is elsewhere. The sun is haunted, not the house. Dalton is able to astral project, and he has traveled too far, and now he is lost. Um, one thing we didn't mention was when she was describing the figure on the ceiling. We do actually see it from uh, Elisa's perspective for a brief second, and they turn the lights on, and there's nothing there. Yeah. What? Yeah. When she's looking up, as she's describing what yeah. she's seeing, she does see it for a second. She we does. Don't we don't see it. We don't. Oh, yeah. yeah. You made it sound like we see it. Yeah. No, we do not. Of course, see it. Elise sees, sees it. it. She's, She's describing it. Yeah. <laughs> but also, did you know that this movie is called Insidious? <laughs> so he is trapped in a place called the Further, a dark realm filled with the tortured souls of the dead. Which, again, uh, this is what they were going to call it at first. The Further. Yeah. His body is left unguarded. Spirits want his body to live again. A demon seeks his body. The demon is the closest entity to taking over it. Because um, Elise explains you need, like, a large amount of energy to be able to possess a body. Um, I just wanted to mention <clears throat> astral projection for a bit. I don't know if you guys ever had any interest in that whole world at any point in your lives. Like, I remember at one point I was obsessed with the idea of astral projection. I don't remember why. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Tell, tell us about it. Um <laughs> What? Well, no, for real. And I, I think at this time also I was thinking a lot about like lucid dreaming and trying right, right. to. But are you going to explain? Astral projection? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to. <laughs> is it, is it, uh, He's about to astral I'm going to astral project into Ryan. Into me. <laughs> I'm going to project right into his butthole. Would have been better to do a, a red joke than like I'm going to astral project this foot into your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I had no interest. Sounds boring. Uh, like, I don't know. Also, tepid, tepid interest. I don't really dream very often. Mm. You when I dream? do, it's just stress dreams, but usually oh. I just black out. I wish I could do that. No, it's actually not good for you. Some You're people, supposed to dream. Some people believe that you go into like the astral realm and you die. So I've definitely thought when about you dream. That. When you know, when you actually die, die. Oh, like it's like a an eternal dream. What do you think? I kind of, I kind of. I'm wishful that that might be the case, that you go into No, when you die, you go to heaven. Heaven is a real place. I thought you were going to say, when you die, you go to Las Vegas. That's what I thought he was going to say, too, for some reason. (laughs) No, it's heaven. It's pearly gates. That's a real thing. Would you rather go to heaven or Las Vegas? Las Vegas. Vegas. (laughs) Los Angeles. That wasn't one of the options. No, it wasn't. (laughs) So, anywho, Josh isn't having any of this shit. He doesn't believe it all. He's a chode. Which is like which kind is fair. of fair. Which is fair. There hasn't been much that he's noticed that's happened. It's mostly stuff happening to like Renee. Josh tells Elise and crew to leave. Yeah, because after Elise like explains everything, he's like, "Okay, I see what you're trying to do here. You scare us up, and then all of a sudden we're six hundred dollars lighter. Get the fuck out of my house." Josh goes to Dalton and talks to him in his room. 
picture on the wall falls. It's of the demon. I love what you wrote here. Josh finally agrees to believe. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't believe. He just agrees to it. Yeah, okay, he agrees fine. to a believe. Yeah. Yeah. I believe. This was an emotional scene, man. He was like, oh, Dalton, Dalton. Wake up. And he like goes over to the pictures and then he sees the pictures and like there's ones of Dalton sleeping and then all of a sudden he's flying through the air in his pajamas and he sees like the demon yeah. a red face and like the door and he just like breaks down starts crying and then he finally agrees to believe <laughs> and then renee comes in and he's like okay we can do it and then she like runs up to him and hugs him and they're like <laughs> okay elise talks about the process of trying to help dalton she puts on a gas mask everyone sits around in a circle i don't know why the gas mask can anyone explain it I'm to me i'm gonna say it's almost like um uh, sensory deprivation mm-hmm. oh, okay. in that sense. That makes so she's not actually seeing spirit. She's just like she's huffing, consciousness. She's, she's like huffing pain. She's feeling like, because it's mental power. It's not what she's seeing. Right? No, yeah. Have you guys ever done a seance? Have you ever been obsessed with seances? I have not. I used to have Dude, I'm oh, so obsessed with me seances. Too, man. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> my brother is in my... <laughs> Suck your dick. Sorry, I was astral projecting. <laughs> Why would that be a threat? <laughs> hey, buddy, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> Ryan doesn't want that. That is a threat. I don't know. <laughs> so, the seance. What was your experience with the seance? In the, this movie or in real life? In real life. Yeah, my brother. <laughs> Sans dicks. <laughs> my brothers and like my fa- my cousins and stuff. They used to watch horror movies and then like pause it and then sit in a circle and and try to recreate moments like seances from movies and scare each other. Gotcha. Jerk each other off. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> so everyone's sitting around the circle. <clears throat> Specs writes down what Elise says. Because I have a favorite seance in horror movies. It was very hard. This has nothing to do with what Amir just said, but it was very hard not to think of workaholics and Elise is just like fucking smoking a fat, <laughs> like, like just getting ripped off her ass in there. Uh, no, I don't. I can't think of any other ones on the. One top other of my notable head. one that I can think of is from the others when there's a seance at the very sort of the, oh, near, the end yeah. of the movie. Uh, I'm gonna say a book. Um, oh. Hell House by Richard Matheson. The seance in that is really, really Damn. intense. Hmm. Sounds good. I think The Changeling has a good one. It does. You're yeah. Really I hated The Changeling. I remember that. Anyway, so the things that uh, he writes down are, if they hear me, they will hurt me. The man with fire on his face. There is no way out. They heard you. Help, help, help. Specs writes down another uh, voice's words, very mean stuff, talking about Elise and how she's a bitch. He's like, you're just a dumb, stupid <laughs> idiot. Dalton appears behind everyone and begins to push people around the house with his mind. This part is supposed to be scary, I understand, but it was a little funny to me just because they like, <laughs> like Renee looks up or whatever and she's like, where's Dalton? Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the camera cuts back to her and he's just standing there. The yeah. reason it didn't work for me is because, again, I didn't like how this four-year-old acts. Like, I feel like his performance is, is I know, weak. right? Because, you know, he just didn't emote enough as no. a person in a coma. It's true. <laughs> Spirits start to flood the room. Well, he, like, slams his hand down. Yeah. Everyone goes flying. Everybody flies. But uh, different uh, specters, ghosts, schools, whatever you want to call them, start to flood the room. Elise grabs Dalton and screams, leave this vessel, leave this body now. Starts hitting him. 
<laughs> smacking him in the face. <laughs> the lights go on. Tucker said they had three cameras but captured nothing. Useless. They did manage to capture the demon controlling Dalton's body during the incident. Yeah, he's like, oh, three cameras, but we didn't catch anything. And then he immediately shows what, the they, other did, camera what they captured. And, yeah. and then you're like, what? Okay. Well, that one seems to be bigger than the other things that they didn't catch. We also see the uh, speck and Tucker, uh, specks and... <laughs> uh, one of them has like meat on their head because they've been bruised up in this specs because uh, got... Dalton shoved yeah. him into a wall. Yeah, right. Um, Amir, what are you? What are you? Uh, what kind of a seance are you doing? <laughs> Isn't there only one type of seance? She uh, had a fucking gas mask on and was reading things out to him. That is completely different seance than a usual seance. Okay. Shut the fuck. I'd be doing a seance. I'd be wearing swimming trunks. Um, and what I'd kind? Blue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'd be trying to conjure Aquaman. Nice. What is with you in Aquaman <laughs> He's today, man? the best. He's the best. It was a mediocre movie. Get over it. I didn't like it at all. Exactly. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> oh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a fun movie. You enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I don't think it would be the best, <laughs> but I don't think that you need to conjure Aquaman. Don't tell me what I need to fucking conjure. He'll, if you call Jason Momoa, also, I'm sure he'll come to your house. Aquaman isn't real. How would you conjure Aquaman? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying spirits are real? To be fair, though, well, dead people are dead. Are Those really are real dead. things. <laughs> uh, you could create a topa, I guess. A what? A topa? topa. It's where you basically you manifest something from your mind. Oh, mm. there you go. I just topa at Aquaman. Like uh, they say, uh, men in black could be topas, or Slenderman could be to- a topa. That's Anywho, Andrew, right. what's your seance? Uh, so I'm going to be trying to conjure up. What are you wearing? What am I wearing? Uh, an evil Knievel jumpsuit. Okay. Oh, are you going to try and conjure evil Knievel? Yeah, That's I'm going to try to conjure evil Knievel. That's a great idea. We got uh, his bike there. And do you have uh, a stunt set up for him? We do. Nice. What's he uh, going to do? What's he going to do? Yeah. He's gonna, we got uh, a bunch of people sitting around a uh, table, and we're going to uh, position two ramps. And he's going to jump over. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Yeah, if they're doing a seance as he jumps over them. So the um, spirits can watch too. Yeah. Sorry. I Okay, here's here's my 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 scene for Andrew's thing here. He's <laughs> dressed up as Evil Knievel and he's trying to summon him, but um, he doesn't have like Evil Knievel's like dirt bike or whatever. He has one of those really old Evil Knievel bike toys. <laughs> you guys remember those? Yes. Yeah, and... You don't see it, but Andrew's hands are underneath the table with the <laughs> controller. And he's like, Evil Knievel, if you're here, give us a sign. And then he does like a fucking sick flip with the toy. And he's like, oh, the spirits have connected. <laughs> I never had one of these toys. They look awesome, though. You can buy one on Etsy for $345. That is far too much. You can buy one on eBay for $4,000. That is far too much. <laughs> All right. So, what would my seance be? Thanks for asking. Oh, I You're thought welcome. that was I thought that was part of yours. No, oh, I, I was, was adding on to yours. Yeah. Oh, okay. I so, what's yours? Let's get back to the movie. <laughs> so, my seance. We're sitting around the podcast room recording, and we start a seance. But instead of trying to like conjure up a person, we're just trying to conjure up more listeners. <laughs> and I don't fucking know. Seances aren't real. Don't say that. 
I believe they're not real. Okay, there, you there go. we go. So you're not starting to believe. <clears throat> Why would I start to believe? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> These fake movies are starting to make me think this shit's real. Josh's mom is at the house now. <laughs> Lorraine is at the house now. Josh's mom. She reveals she called Elise to help Josh as a child. Yeah, because she's like, well, there's a reason why I knew to call this person. He was eight and he had night terrors. She shows him pictures of him being haunted by a woman in a black dress. Haunted. Each photo she was getting closer. And this is why he doesn't have any photographs of himself. Right. Be funny. Like, she reveals that she called Elise to help Josh as a child. He was eight and kept having night comes. <laughs> You guys ever have night comes? Yeah. I'm having one right now. As a teenager, it's you guys ever have wet, dry- what? wet dreams? Wet dreams. Wet dreams. I'll stop wet dreams all the time. Oh, gosh. I'm doing a mirror Australian accent. Ah. Sorry, what, Andy? <clears throat> Never mind. Anyway, she found... Wait, we need to talk about your night comes. Yeah, you ever come while you're asleep? No. I missed out on that. He just jams while he's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Teenager, he like wakes up, jam all over himself. He's like, ah, not again. Ah, how does this keep happening? Raspberry, not again. You were southerner when you were a kid, apparently. What? You were a southerner as a kid. Not again. So Ryan. Oh yeah. So she found out, or found Elise, and she helped him. He suppressed his memory and his way to astral project because he was. Also yes. pretty good at it, but he not good. as good as his son. No. At least gets Josh to relax. She is because trying to they get want him to like go to, to remember and to go into the further to save his son. Uh, he wakes up. He says this is useless, but he sees his own body and at least speaking to it. This should have been like a very obvious scene, but I thought it worked really, really well mm-hmm. with Patrick Wilson really selling, being like, ah, this isn't working, and then turns yeah. around and just sees his own body. And in the further, it's like pretty much the same stuff, but like darker, like grainier, there's smoke everywhere, or mist, or Is there a color? Is there even, the color is very muted. It's very it's muted very color. Satur- uh, yeah. not, Desaturated. Not yeah. yeah. No, not Un- unsaturated. Not saturated. Unsaturated. The yeah, opposite of saturated. How do you guys like your, your milk? Do you like your milk unsaturated? I like it home. Oh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I used to get a lot of homo milk when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was more of a 2% kind of guy. I prefer 2%, but I... My family was a 2%. Groceries. I also was... N- I've never been a fan of milk. You shouldn't it's, be. It's, it's gross. disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And like anybody who's like, oh, I just have a glass of milk... Even You're even dumbass. Even plant-based milk no. is disgusting. Yeah. Oh, I do that. I like chocolate plant-based milk. That's different though. That's a fun treat. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. You had a rough day. You get some chalky milk. It's a fun treat. <laughs> have you ever had strawberry milk? Yeah. Yeah, she's I love great. that stuff. Mm. Except I can't have it anymore. It gives Be- you diarrhea. Well, no, because the only one I liked that was good was gives um, you diarrhea. <laughs> was the, the was silk one? What? No, it was a uh, natura. Uh, fuck, what was it? That with a little rabbit on it. Quicker? Oh, yeah. Nest, oh, nest quick. Nest quick. And, like, they use child labor, so. Oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Better get me some of that nest quick. So, he walks out the door holding a lantern. He's walking through a dark and foggy world. <laughs> he sees Dalton, but he runs away. Or he thinks it's Dalton. He gets closer, but it's just his younger self. 
he points to the house. His Except, house. is this the old house then? I think it yes. might be. Yeah, I guess he, Dalton's going to be stuck he in goes the in there. of his old house. Yeah, because he yeah. goes in there, and then when they get out, he's running to a different house. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm assuming that... I yeah. think I have... Uh, blindness to houses i think they all look the same that's why you didn't remember that there were two houses yeah uh you just have plain blindness too though that tr- that is also that true, true. <laughs> <laughs> josh walks inside a woman walks past him wearing a wedding dress he walks up the stairs and sees a woman crying in the corner a different woman so these people look like those people that specs and tucker took a picture of yes. earlier on i also mentioned that like it's weird that everybody in the further is from the 50s and no oops, no other era. Fuck. And then uh, Andrew was like, oh, well, it's because, you know, that's the scariest era. No other era would be scary. And I propose that if you saw a ghost wearing trap pants and a corn T-shirt, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> and why aren't there any, I think Michelle or Sarah mentioned it, but like, why aren't there any cavemen ghosts? That's a good point. They were also all white. Yeah. Only white people. Yeah. <laughs> Don't no, keep only that cut that out. No, only white that. people end up in the, the further, further, the shitty place. <laughs> One thing that this further environment reminded me of was like an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. So, reminded me of home. Sad. I'm missing Williams Lake. It's just home. This isn't home. It's a home. What is he trying to say? It's filled with love, but he he refuses to accept it. Maybe he just needs to wake up as I kick him in the leg. (laughs) So Josh looks away as he hears a child giggling. He looks back, and the woman crying is gone. We hear whistling. Old-timey people with pale skin are standing in the living room. They are almost statues standing in place. And uh, one of them is like an older man, and he's the one whistling. Uh, and I believe a few of them are sitting down on a couch. Yeah. yeah. Josh walks into a different room. A woman loads a gun and shoots the people in the living room. But, like, it's very disjointed because he sees the people in the living room. The What I'm going to assume is, like, a father or husband is whistling. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, why is everybody whiting from the 50s in here? <laughs> Apparently everybody was bad. All the white people in the 50s were bad. Which... Kind of checks out. <laughs> Anywho, he leaves that room and sees this uh, ghost woman loading a shotgun. And then I don't know if he like he turns around or something. Yeah, he turns around and she's and in the she's, living room. But she's gone. And yeah. he's like, what? And then he heard he he hears gunshots. He hears the gunshots. And goes back to the living room. And yeah, their heads are going off. Well, no, they're all just sitting on the couch. Like technically, they've been shot because that's mm-hmm. the sounds he hears, but you don't see them shot. They're not shot anywhere, and they're oh. just staring forward. And she's like standing there, and then she like smiles or whatever. Yeah, she's very a creepy. Creepy smile on her face. Um, I think Josh starts to move around the house, and all the people appear in front of him. They make very creepy head movements and he smile like, at him. He runs up the stairs towards like the attic and like checks to make sure nobody's following him. So he does go up to the attic, um, sees the red door. Sorry, before that, Amir, your astro... What are you doing over there? Just kidding, something from my pocket. It looks I'm, like he's trying to like reach down into his pants for something. All right, I'm astral projecting. Yeah, you're in the further... Do you see your mastral projecting? No. <laughs> so I'm menstrual projecting. <laughs> Anywho, your astral projecting... Get off your fucking phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're astral projecting. (laughs) (laughs) 
Amir, you're astral projecting. Yep. You're in the further. <clears throat> you're surrounded by white people from the 50s that are dead. <laughs> and they're, they're all sort of frozen in time. But also being creepy and weird to you. What are you, what are you doing there? Um, I play with them. I, not that way. <laughs> so they're all kind of Just frozen. I like snap one of their necks. I karate chop another one. I take the gun from the gun lady and I blow her head off. Wow. And I'm like, payback's a bitch for what you did to my ancestors. And I kill them all. And I laugh, and I leave the further the house, the further house, and then I go to uh, Andy's house, and I bring my peanut butter and bread, and I scoop up the jam from his belly button, and finish my sandwich. All right. Mm. Why does he keep bringing up this thing, Andy? Yeah, Andrew. What would you do? So I, I'm, I'm witnessing all of this. I see Amir doing all of that, <laughs> and uh, he goes to my house, but I'm not there. So, but your body would be there, right? My body's there, yeah. but that's I all he needs for that <laughs> sweet, sweet jam. Mm. So he sees my body, and you know he's dealt with all the creepy people. Mm-hmm. So I get on a plane and I head to. Uh, you can the, astral project. You can fly. No, I take the, I take my take. I go to the airport and this I is go. An astral plane. Yeah, an astral plane, and I go to. Uh, the furthest version of Disneyland, and I hang out there for that would be so cool. Oh, it'd be creepy too. Okay, <laughs> so I'm astral projecting. I, I I'm in the further right. Mm-hmm. I'm in the house looking around, all that stuff, and then I notice a door that leads to this pathway outside to another house, and I start going towards this one, and I'm like, this is one. <laughs> This is to go one step further. Nobody's going to get that joke. But that's okay. <laughs> Can you explain it? Uh, in explain Dragon Ball Z, your joke, young man. So in Dragon Ball Z, the Majin Buu saga, uh, Goku goes Super Saiyan and Super Saiyan 2 in front of uh, Majin Buu and uh, Babidi, I think is his name. And he's like, and this is to go one further. And then he goes Super Saiyan 3. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Well, it was either that shitty joke, which was bad, or so I astral project. I get into this house. Honestly, I get into Andrew's house. We live in the right. same house, though. Oh, but, right. Okay. And uh, I see him here there. He's just like licking jam off of <laughs> Andrew's sleeping body. I got um, a smile on my face, even though I'm sleeping, because I'm astral projecting that I'm in Disneyland. Uh, I see Andrew on a plane <laughs> flying away, which is weird, because I don't know how many times I've told him, you can just fly. You don't need a plane. That's true. Um, I didn't see them flying. And anywho, but you saw your son's pictures of him flying and stuff. You can just fly. Oh, right. Uh, and I think, wow, finally some peace and quiet, some time to myself. And I just... Hop on a Pornhub. <laughs> but it's the further hub. <laughs> a lot of 50 stuff. <laughs> a lot of bush. I like a little bush. Not a lot of bush. And sometimes. Bush. Josh runs to the <laughs> attic. He sees a red door. The ghoul from the baby's room attacks him. In the real world, he is being hurt. 
He shoves the ghoul into the darkness. So the ghoul thing was pretty cool because you think it's just like a tall man in a mm. trench coat. But right. then when you finally see his face, you can see like a part of his skull and stuff like kind of phasing looks, through yeah. his skin. He looks pretty fucked up. And then this part was funny again while Josh is like getting fucked up by this thing. And then Elise is like, use your power, Josh. You're stronger than you are. And then Josh uses like the force <laughs> to <laughs> shove him back. Like... Star Wars, episode one, that features Darth Maul. Yeah. He goes through the red door. He's in a creepy candlelit cathedral. He finds Dalton chained. We hear Tiny Tim playing again. We see the de demon sharpening his metal claw. The, I will say, fucking whoever thought to put Tiny Tim's song in this was yeah. pretty genius. Doesn't he start dancing around and stuff here too, the demon? No. Dalton. He's just sharpening his claw, and he's got like a big magnifying glass mm -hmm. that we can see his face through. Dalton says uh, he sees us. It's looking over, licking the window. I don't know if he's licking it or no, just, he's like, just the tongue is coming out. At first, he's just staring. Yeah. And then uh, he looks away, looks back, and then I think it sticks its tongue out, or mm -hmm. it does it just in one instant. And then again, looks away, and Josh, like, fucking strong arms the uh, chains, pries just them open. Rip them open. And then, like, looks up, and the fucking demon's right there. And this is why I don't really enjoy this movie, because I personally, I think that demon does not look good. It's got weird nerd hair. <laughs> he looks like Darth Maul. Like, they... It's hard to explain. They just didn't, like, do anything with it. I think it's, it looks different than anything else on screen besides Darth Maul. But if you look at actual pictures of it, it doesn't look like Darth Maul other than it has red and black. Sort of an unrelated question. Does this creature come back in the second one? No. It oh. comes back in the third. Oh, at the end. It does. Does it? Yep. In the third, it uh, appears uh, because the third is a prequel. Uh, and Elise is also in it. She is helping the main character. When Elise is alone in her house, she uh, encounters the demon in her basement. Because they don't really dispel this demon. They just sort of escape from it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I thought the demon was silly looking. It just, it didn't seem that good. Continuing, it appears behind Josh and attacks him. He's able to grab Dalton and run back into the further eerie soundscape. They walk past all the spirits wearing 1950s clothes. They begin to surround Dalton and Josh. Sorry, it just makes me think then that like all the people that come to the further, they can be from any year, but they're like, okay, so here's the further. Here's your 1950s attire. Yeah. We have to wear that here. We have to wear that here. Yeah. Back in the normal world, the lights are off. Spec uh, turns on a flashlight. Tucker turns on a bigger flashlight. Mm. This is funny. Stupid. Spex uh, walks through the house. He finds an open drawer and closes it. But before that, an arm grabs him. That'd be fucking terrifying. Yes. Jesus Christ. Uh, go check on Dalton, I think Elise says. She says it so many times and he just like stands there for a second. <laughs> Tucker screams. He sees something off of camera. The spirits burst through a closet door. Oh, uh, yeah. He screams. See something that we don't see. Yeah. He like runs back to the room Josh and Elise and Renee are in. And Elise says like five fucking times, keep the light on Josh. And he's just not doing it mm -hmm. until like the very last time. And I was like, what is this fucking asshole doing? So all these spirits are crossing over because they, they, they know it's like closing time for them. They have, this is their moment. And that song plays. Yeah. <laughs> closing time. 
Uh, Josh is running through the further in their house or one of the Into houses. Into the house. Yeah, because they try. he tries to go in like the front door or something and it's locked. So he goes around the back into like the back door where the kitchen is. And he drops, well, doesn't drop, but he puts Dalton down because like, you know, he's actually like, what would you say, Andrew? Like a 10-year-old or something? Not fucking four? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like 10. Yeah, so like Josh is tired puts him down and he's like daddy come on we have to go and he's like I'll, I'll be there with you in a second i just gotta catch my breath kind of thing and then he like looks up to something that we can't see and then he's like you why are you here yeah why why you okay so he's technically 12 yeah which is a multiple of four but also eight years younger <laughs> than 12 <laughs> dalton opens a door and the demon appears it tries to grab his feet it chases dalton and crawls on the wall behind him Josh speaks to the woman in black, asking what it wants. Save me alone! Josh wakes up. Dalton is back in his body. Specs and, oh, I guess like there's a hard cut right after this. Yeah, because everybody's back. Specs and Tucker are outside uh, by their van talking about uh, how they captured some good stuff. Yeah, at um, one, one point, um, someone says, uh, one of them says, the pictures are worth a thousand words. And uh, the other so guy is like, words are worth a thousand words, too. Specs is like... Uh, I guess gonna write a book about paranormal yeah. stuff, and then Tucker's like, "I got some good pictures that'll really like that'll be the selling point of your book." And then Specs is like, "I mean, the book's gonna be the selling point." And then he's <laughs> like, "Well, pictures are worth a thousand words." And then Specs is like, "Well, words are worth a thousand <laughs> words." Dalton is eating spaghetti with his mom and grandma. He's like, I'm so hungry and tired. And then Renee's like, tired? You're never allowed to sleep again. <laughs> but like deep down, you kind of know. She's like, <laughs> I'll be keeping a close fucking eye on you. <laughs> Eat all the spaghetti you want, motherfucker. Carving it down. Josh is speaking to Elise. He hands her the pictures. She looks at him with unease. She snaps a photo of him. He gets very upset and chokes her to death. You Bitch. Yeah, he's like, now why did you do that? I told you not to do that, and just starts choking the shit out of her. Renee. She didn't choke her to death, though. She doesn't die. Yeah, yeah, she does. She dies. What are you talking Oh, Elise. About? I yeah. saw Renee. That would have been. Renee fucked. checks on Elise and finds her dead on the chair. She can't find Josh. She finds the camera on the ground and looks in horror. She sees the woman in black strangling Elise. It was, uh, was kind of funny because, <laughs> like, Renee goes to check on Elise, sees that she's dead, and then she's just kind of, like, running through this narrow hallway just into two rooms. She's like, Josh! Josh! <laughs> Josh is behind Renee. Honey, I'm right here. He puts his hand on her shoulder. She turns around and gasps. Which is a little weird because the second film is a direct continuation of this film. And she basically and forgets she, yeah. this. So are we supposed to interpret that the woman has become Josh yes. here? Yeah, has yes. possessed him. Yeah. Yes. And that's the end of the film. Yeah, that's it. Does it even reference Josh sort of being, becoming possessed in the second one? That's, that's the what whole it's thing. all about. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Is that uh, it's not Josh. And, and like he's his body is starting to reject the spirit and his body is decaying. Yeah, it's very good. Um, I can spoiler alert, I guess. Um like the old woman uh, spirit that possesses Josh, Josh was uh, just an old woman in the film, and then they changed it in the second one. Mm -hmm. There's for some that cool. Film. There's some cool details in that one. So, cool. some fun facts. 
Uh, as I already said, 33 violins were used for the theme music, which is insane. Uh, did they bury them after the movie? Uh, did uh, they have a procedure? <laughs> uh, some sort of ceremony? And No. Oh. Um, it's a reference to our eraser head. No. <laughs> I Can you stop dropping stuff? No, I wasn't listening. I was trying to read something. Uh, as I've said already again, the old woman is played by a dude, but it was meant to be a woman in this film, and they only changed it when they realized they were doing a sequel. You could say, dude looks like a lady. So anyways, when Dalton's sheets are found covered in red handprints, it's mistaken for blood, but it's actually red lipstick. The red-faced demon, known as a lipstick demon, uses uh, using his hands to apply his signature red look. So I think the demon's actually just all black, mm. but it puts red on its face. Uh. <laughs> and it leaves the fancy uh, demon. leaves the handprint showing how close he's gotten to Dalton. Do you guys have a preference when it comes to lipstick color? I like a nice deep red, like a cherry red. What about you, Andy? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. The first Insidious film <laughs> was shot in a place that is almost as creepy as the movie itself. Mm. When Josh enters the further to rescue his son, all of the shots were filmed in the Herald Examiner building in Los Angeles. This place once housed the newspaper that covered one of the most gruesome murders to have hit the city, the case of the Black Dahlia in 1947. Mm. Oh, cool. Now we have some Amir facts. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Oh, right wonder what bat. type of promotion we'll get. Spell Renee wrong. No, that's how you spell it. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. It is. Well, wow. you fucking asshole. Suck my balls. <laughs> I mean, this first fact actually it does have to do with balls. <laughs> All right, let's let's hear it. One of Renee's books that falls from the bookshelf is called the Kama Sutra. It's a book that depicts ancient Indian sex positions and rituals, like the ape. The supernova or the lustful leg. The lustful leg requires the lady to put one leg on the man's <laughs> shoulder. These are fun facts, Andrew. What are you laughing at? While he penetrates the vagina with his penis. Now, can that move be modified for the man or the woman to penetrate with something different? Did you find that out? Uh, well, if you think about it, definitely. Like if you put your leg on Andy's shoulder right now. <laughs> he'd be open and he could easily uh, and oh he, and he could easily put a a cucumber in your butt oh, right okay <clears throat> oh man that was intense um patrick wilson lost 25 pounds and gained a lot of muscle for this movie because rose byron burn whatever wasn't comfortable laying in bed with someone who wasn't jacked <laughs> that resonates with me i'm not gonna lie <laughs> Yeah. If I was to lay with a man, he, he better must be jacked. Be jacked. Yeah. yeah. George Lucas was going to sue James Wan for infringing on Darth Maul's character design, but Wan offered Lucas a meatball sub <laughs> from Subway, and he dropped the case. That's very generous <laughs> of George Lucas. He's a good guy. That's pretty crazy. Wow. That sub was made by David Lynch. <laughs> Nickelback. Yes, Nickelback was originally hired to do the score for the film. After a couple of test runs, James Wan remembered that Nickelback fucking sucks. I take offense with that. Nickelback's I know. a good band. I like Nickelback. That song's so why'd you write that? I, 
that's these are facts I find online. Oh, these are research. facts. These are facts. I am a huge Nickelback fan. You're a, you're a backpack. How you remind me? You're a Nickelback back. Uh, photograph. You're a. <sighs> You're a Nickelbacker? <laughs> Look at this <laughs> <sounds> photograph. <laughs> Every time I do what makes you. I know the song. That means I love it. Finish Nick. it then. Yeah, no, finish it. Uh, Every final time th- I do it. Makes me laugh. How did something ever get so old? Something about Jimmy's bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. the line. My, Amir, uh, final thoughts? Final thoughts on this film. Still definitely up there for me when it comes to modern horror films. I would put this in my top 10, top 15. Wow. F- 15. You're going to be fa-fa. like, this is going to be in my top 15. 7.3. <laughs> um, I'm, a, I'm a big... I know Robin was talking about Patrick Wilson a bit and kind of seemed to indicate that she felt he was a little generic or something. I think he works perfectly for this type He's of horror great. movie, though. I, I take offense to that. I kind of did, too, at the time, and I hit her. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lawsuit pending. We're still in love. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's uh, what's the score? You give um, uh, <laughs> I think I'd give this eight point six. Smacks um, out of ten. <laughs> lipsticks out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Nice, Andrew. I'll give it an eight point five. Uh, ghost English boys. You didn't give us your final thoughts. This guy, every fucking every week, time. <laughs> every fucking week he does this. Oh, oh, you want my thoughts? Right, okay. My thought is... Uh, Wait, thoughts I gotta, are... I gotta come back. More than one thought. Okay, final thoughts. You okay there? Final thoughts. Hit me. Uh, yeah, I still enjoy this one. It still creeps me out a lot. I love Patrick Wilson. I hope he marries me. Uh... I think he's already married. Isn't well, he? he can marry again. Does this rank highly for you for horror films? Yes and no. I, w- I would say yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's not like in like the hereditary book for sure. me yet, but like it's still really good. And like that demon scene is one of my top scares. And of the all baby time. monitor scene for me. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, I still love it. I can watch it anytime. I think I do like the second one better. It's, it's much it's better. It's actually, like, it feels ter- more, terrifies me. It seems like after the first Insidious, I think then he does The Conjuring and mm-hmm. then Insidious 2, right? Yeah. I think by that time, he really has a feel for what he's doing for horror, and it just yeah. feels like a more well-rounded film. And this was an 8.5 for you, you said, Andy? Yeah, 8.5 uh, Little English Boys out of 10. Ryan. Uh, like I said... I did not really enjoy the demon. I think he's silly looking, but there's a lot of really good elements in this film. I'll say the violins, uh, certain scares, the 50s aesthetic in the further, stuff like that. Um, Yeah, so it's not a bad film. Obviously, I I would recommend people see it Mm -hmm. because they like it's a good film. It was good for the genre and all that. Um, I give this film 6.8 Coma Brothers out of 10. (laughs) <clears throat> All right, there you have it. That was episode 56 of Survive the Night. Just a reminder, we're the top-rated horror movie, bizarre, strange film movie podcast in Marpool and Langley. Should we uh, mention our Patreon? Well, let, let, let Amir do his thing first, and then we'll talk about it a little bit after. Yeah, uh, the next episode, ep- episode 57, is actually my choice, and it's a movie that I've been dying to watch. I've been putting it off forever. Is Train to Busan, a Korean horror flick 
Uh, so we'll be talking about that next week. Uh, sorry, I want to mention that uh, I think I have a problem with rhyming things because I always called it Train to Bassane. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Requiem for a Dream, I always... Requiem. Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> and then I found out the proper way to say Requiem, and I was upset. Oh. Uh, there are a few ways you can connect with us. On Instagram, we're at s.t.n underscore podcast. On Twitter, stnpod. On TikTok, podcast stn. And Facebook, just search up our group, uh, Survive the Night Podcast. And you can also email us at Survive the Night Podcast at gmail.com and as Andy was alluding to we do have a new platform that we're going to be pushing content to very soon Ryan did you want to oh uh, uh, yeah so we've set up a patreon um, unfortunately the way patreon works isn't a search type of platform mm -hmm. it's uh, for basically if you already know us you'll find us so uh, yeah we did set up a patreon we are starting to put the Tales from the Crypt episodes on there. We're calling it Survive the Crypt Season 1. Uh, we're going to do that. Uh, we're adding possible new releases of uh, episodes maybe a day earlier and stuff. Mm. And we're going to have a bunch of other extras. Um, any, you know, Patreons, donations, What I don't know what the fuck it's called, memberships. Patrons. Uh, I think they call it patron or patrons or backers. Would be, uh, is always welcome and greatly appreciated uh as i said you can't really search it but if you're on our instagram or twitter or our facebook page uh we post the link there quite often so uh, it would be a huge help if anybody Take did a look yeah, yeah. and a look. Uh, if you there's, want those sweet sweet crypt episodes yeah if there's any investors out there any millionaires listening just pump some money into our butts and we'll make it and work. also we'll give us gold. ideas of of things you'd like to see on the Patreon. You can also, like, talk to us more on Patreon as well. It's more of, like, a user-based, like, face-to-face -face kind of... Thing. I like the visual um, <laughs> thing you're doing there with your finger. It was me trying to think <clears throat> of the right shit to say. <laughs> Anywho, as Ryan would say, my name's Amir. I've been here with Andy. Hi. And, no, you're supposed to say bye now. Bye. And Ryan. Bye. Uh, yeah, next week, again, Train to Busan. Please stay tuned for that. All aboard! Last call for KTX from Seoul to Busan. Hurry. Sorry, baby, it was a big poop. Oh, don't you worry. Here at KTX, we wait for everyone. Okay, but you can't wait for those things running behind us. They're zombies! <laughs> Seriously, this isn't a joke. You have to get the train moving ASAP. <laughs> Don't be silly. Here at KTX, we wait for everyone. They mauled a little kid to death. They ate his entire leg. <sighs> Here at KTX, we wait for everyone. Well, suit yourself. Yeah, I will suit myself. Okay. KT. Damn, what a way to go. I hope this train gets moving soon. If not, it was nice knowing you, friend. You have you too, Amir. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
like kissed for real.